But I am ready to start recording. Got my squiggly squiggling. Every day yes. you squiggling. Yes. And you can hear this. I hear things. Even at a reasonable volume. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today's Thursday, February 22nd, 2024, and we're your hosts, Anapod, Zach Mayer, and Raul Torres. Say hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Correct. And this, dear listener, is Quest 230. No, there's my dyslexia. 320, 100 away from where we really want to be. Gentlemen, we're getting we're getting nerdy today. We are, we are doing a thing I've been wanting to talk about for a while. What software are you running in 2024? I'm surprised Raul didn't do a spit we've been take. running the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I have I made a list of a bunch of different uh, categories of of applications. Uh, I was thinking more kind of computer centric, but we can also do phone apps, what have you. Um, the onus for this is I've been switching my life over to the Proton ecosystem, and I'm fucking loving it. It's simple, it's basic shit, but like, and it's high security hosted in Switzerland. But I've been enjoying it. And so I was like, you know, we should talk about what what is everybody running these days? Is everyone still doing the sublime text editors from 2012? I hope not. Uh, so, yeah, the, let's just I, I got nothing better to talk about. I wanted to talk about this. I was like, fuck it. We're going to go super nerd. How does that sound? You want to throw sounds up? Sounds good. good. It sounds good, but I'm probably going to disappoint you so, so much. Uh and I'm just so excited. I'm so excited about that. Well, look, they finally discontinued WordPad, so you can't at least disappoint me unless you found some backport of that shit. <laughs> What's wrong with WordPad? I still got it on my machine. It <laughs> works on Pipebox. All you right. You don't, uh, you don't have a Docker instance of Windows 98 just to have the classic WordPad? Yeah. No, there you go. Well, fuck it, Ruli. I was going to start with text editors, but you just started us off. Gentlemen, what container orchestration software do you run these days i still have the docker i pay their stupid little subscription fee um i don't develop with docker nearly as much as i would like to but you know we're a serverless architecture it's just not a big deal i when i want to develop locally against shit i'm like cool i'll spin up a grafana and something else and work locally but uh i'm not nearly as invested in docker as i would like to be but there's uh what's what's the alternative one these days uh pod something you think it kubernetes no 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 no. just like the local i mean you can run kate's locally but there's a local <laughs> like uh not docker the container format but like docker the app to run your containers there's also pod something. oh what do you, yeah, what do you guys yeah, run yeah, to do yeah. your your local orchestration and this doesn't have to be totally dev centric but really you went there so we're gonna do it all right we're gonna do it yeah um so i think i'll just split things into like work and not work so like at work we still have like all the Docker stuff and all the things, a lot of like command line goodness. Um, I don't even think I have Docker Desktop installed install in this one. Um, occasionally, I'll just for Docker. Yeah, occasionally I'll just spin up like um, I'm just like more of a fan of like the ephemeral like I wouldn't say EC2 instances though. That's it's equivalent. I'll just use like DigitalOcean, spin something up, mm -hmm. make it horrible, and then just destroy it immediately. Damn right. Well, not that much Docker stuff, but I mean. I use it so much at work. If I wanted to use it, it's it's awesome. So, yeah, uh, I think you were thinking of Podman. There you go. There you go. 
That's I had to go look up a list because there's a bunch now. Uh, Rancher is the one that I switched to for most of the stuff. Um, and it's just sort of a drop in replacement for Docker desktop. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's it's fine. It's not as polished, but it, it does the job. Uh, and I liked having the UI to go along with the command line. But there's a bunch of other stuff. So uh, you always tend to know more than, about the news than I do, Zach. So. Can you elaborate on why there's a bunch of them now? Because Docker was the market leader for quite some time. And then they asked yeah. for money. Yeah. How dare they? A little bit of a, it was a little bit of a rug pull. And not for like, it would have been fine if they like kept the the free, like non-commercial model. Um, but even if they did that, I'm not sure that it would have quite gone their way. And you would have seen still the same number of alternatives start to really crop up. Um, because their enterprise pricing scheme is borderline predatory. So like, but, how much uh, is it? Yeah. Because I know it's subscription-based, it and... Uh... It's it's subscription-based, but it's per instance, not, like, per seat. Mm. Yeah. I know, I know that was it, but I remember the big other one was, like, um, Docker Hub is their big way to syndicate images and whatever, and it's kind of been, like, the de facto, this is where you get all the Docker images from. Um, if I recall, there was another big thing where like you couldn't have like private repos or you couldn't even have like any repo at all without paying for it. And I think that was like a big red flag for like open source stuff, right? Because you're like a lot of the pattern these days is just like, hey, I'm going to run this tool, but I'm also going to like set it up to run on Docker because people love that. And it's just easy. Like why worry about having three different versions of Python on your machine? Just run a Docker instance and you can run these really cool tools. Fuck yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. Now I, they're like, oh, you got to pay for it. Yeah, I know. I know Docker still picks picks up shit from Docker Hub, but then uh, I mean, in my previous job, we used um, Artifactory for everything in its mother. And I know mm -hmm. currently for what containers we do have, I forget what which Amazon hosted service it is, but we just put our shit up there. So um, I don't I think say there's ECR, restrictions against that. But who knows? Yeah, yeah, there's not. Like Docker itself is open mm -hmm. source. The the whole like protocol and runtime, the um orchestration layer is the thing that is being exploited we'll say and it's it's more egregious probably because they can't like charge for any of the other shit that they do <laughs> uh, but like docker hub is such an integrated part of so many workflows because docker for a long time was set up as an entirely open source you know free model that folks just bandwagoned on and created a shit ton of content for it's really really hard to replace the repository and yeah a lot of enterprises will still use artifactory but that's just a reflection of what's in the public docker mm -hmm. to start with a lot of a lot of the time and building your own containers takes a little bit of bootstrapping that not every org's going to do even orgs that do use artifactory so if all you can charge for is the orchestration layer stuff like docker desktop yeah, it's it's there's only so much blood you can squeeze from that stone and they are <laughs> squeezing. I don't I I am fine with companies, you know, wanting to get paid for enterprise level software, totally cool with it. I know people flipped out when Docker started charging and I didn't have the full context, I guess I still don't. At the time I thought it was like, what is it, 20 bucks a head? Who cares? Shut up and pay the money. I don't know. Like for 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 companies, for companies, I didn't think that was a problem. Um but yeah, I don't know, whatever. You remember when Unity did their whole 
thing. <laughs> oh, do I? Oh no, please. Uh, I can't. I can't recall. Enlighten me. Yeah, d- yeah. Docker did it first. <laughs> no. All right, moving so, on. So yeah, good times. Yeah, mo- moving on. Let's do. Uh, let's do one more. I don't have a lot of work centric stuff, so I guess do one or two more work centric things. Get personal. Um, now this one is super specific to what you're developing on anyway, but I'll ask the question. IDEs. Uh, I chug chug the JetBrains Kool Aid, and so I am all in on Rider. Um, I use their suite of .NET tools. Uh, the last time I was doing Go, I was using uh, GoLand. Um, I I'm a JetBrains guy. Fucking love them. What do you guys use these days for for IDEs? Are you VS Code? Which didn't something change recently that pissed off the community? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I don't know, and I don't care because VS Code ride or die life for life <laughs> they have a tiktok account that is fantastic God it is it. just full of tips full of tips and tricks and like their favorite little extension plugins and it's so useful because discovery in that world is my biggest problem i never know what i'm missing i don't know what i want until i see it and oh they show God. me and it's so nice <laughs> and all the little weird shortcuts that i wouldn't think to like need or use and they're like hey look how easy it is to do like a whole bunch of weird tabbing I, shit. I think like, yes. I think I you're the that. youngest one on the podcast, which is not saying anything at all. But you're an honorary zillennial. I just want you to know that. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, VS Code is a real, real edgy choice oh, yeah. for for text slash code editor. Yeah, you stole it from the Microsofts. You're ripping off the man. I mean, at least it's still free. No, I think the biggest change that they made is the change that a lot of folks are made have made that have apps in that similar kind of world, and they're moving away from um, Electron. Oh, really? Where are they going? I have no idea. Yeah. I haven't looked into it. But yeah, a lot of folks are dropping Electron. I think Discord is up and doing that next, if they haven't already. Um, just using know, a different... Did, a couple others did. Just using a different... Uh web rendering engine or what are they i don't know yeah. that's the thing i know that they're moving off of electron but i don't know where they're going there's there's no way they're writing it th- rewriting all their shit to be a thick app when they already have a, a web version of it there's just no way so yeah uh, that's what i was thinking it, too because like part of the charm is just like hey i, I want to pair with someone cool I, I don't have vs code in my box oh just run it in your browser yeah exactly amazing <laughs> just run in your well uh the code along tools in vs code like the uh the collaboration bits where you're just like sharing a session in an IDE and you can like share your terminal with somebody totally remote and they're looking at the exact same shit in their own in their own instance of VS Code. Super duper fun. Um, now the the promise of stuff like Electron though was really heavily tied to progressive web apps. The uh, value prop that you had for being able to develop your app front end for both your native installed client and a web client uh, using the same or similar tools, or at least similar enough that you could port a lot of it. Uh, Really compelling if you are trying to get one app to run everywhere. But now Apple is making pretty significant moves against PWAs. So that, that value prop is starting to drop off yeah there's there's some news for everybody fucking apple in the eu is uh is getting pretty ugly yep uh so well, they're just mad that they have to use USB C now <laughs> oh dear god uh, 
can, can I take you out a story of VS Code real quick? By all fucking means. So I, I'm also VS Code write or die. Um, you know, I, I don't say, I don't have on a soundboard here uh, a sleeping noise. I need to get one of those. But go on. No, no, but you're you're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. So uh, again, back to work stuff. But whatever. Um, we put out like swagger, um, you know, schemas or contracts or whatever for folks to use for our APIs. And we're getting some complaints that like someone's auto-genning their C-sharp thing and just, you know, can't do it. So like most of the stuff that we're, I'm doing now is both mostly in Node and Python, but I'm like, I've, I've done C-sharp stuff back in the day and I've heard that VS Code can support some of these things. Let's just see how far I can get within the next two hours to see if I could actually spin up a, you know, a command line C-sharp app. And lo and behold, I was able to do that in VS Code with the plugin system and all the other stuff. There was a little bit of learning curve to like, I, I actually haven't done any of the .NET runtime stuff, but like once I got that installed on, on a Linux box, like I, re- I I unfortunately remembered all the stupid projects and set up stuff and I was able to get that really quickly CS done. Proj. I know, I know, like, I, I was having so many bad flashbacks, but I'm like, yes, I know I I'm going to make this it. DLL over here to use this project, yada, yada, yada. But I could do all that in VS Code. And like, my mind was blown because I remember that was just like, if I wanted to do that, the barrier to entry was like this $700 fee that I had to pay Microsoft just to oh. use the editor that would do all those things. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I did it for free in like two hours. So I was like, this is pretty cool. Oh, no, the, the modern .NET SDKs are so lovely and they just work on the command line seamlessly and they can install side by side. Oh, my God. I Yeah. Do, remember we used to abuse our like um, our student like our student discounts and shit to like get copies yes. of visual studio oh, oh yeah my god oh well, yeah that's, that's Fucking the only way you could prepare to be in the industry and not spend 700 dollars to get there so insane yep now mono's fantastic and the it was probably the best thing to happen to c sharp in particular but not net in general uh just being able to run all of the tooling straight from the command line without an editor, which you could sort of kind of do. Tech, air quotes, the linking and everything. Good luck. Technically. Um, no, it's so much more streamlined now. Um, and really, it, it, it's... I may be the youngest one here, but I'm still old enough to get the <laughs> everything old is new again Dear trope. listener, we're like all less than two years apart. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, no, it just... just being excited about a command line tool for a 25 year old language is mm, <laughs> ow my bones <sighs> I, I mean do we, do we, i mean this is another segue but do we want to start talking about how react is doing server-side components now wow what, oh. a, nif- what a nifty idea who would have thought of running your application rendering engine the server side this would've... has all happened before this will all happen again <laughs> I forget. I was just using. Um, I forget what I was using, and I some software, and I was getting like an internal server error, and like I, I went to the the console and was looking at the network request. I'm like, but they're all succeeding. Is this a classic 200 with a error inside? Start looking through it. No, no, no. The actual body came back with the internal server error embedded in it. I'm like, oh my god, you're you're <laughs> rendering this on the server? <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Oh, anyway. That sounds delightful. Uh, well, for any dear listener who has... No, we have no dear listeners left. Moving on. Um, okay, let's let's get out of the... Let's get out of the... The uh, professional world and get into the personal. So, uh, in all seriousness, text editors. What what text editors you guys are running? I know this is boring. I don't give a shit. I'm actually genuinely curious about stuff like this. Because I... 
I feel as I get older, I'm just, I don't know if it's complacency or just like, it's harder for me to get excited. Like, do you remember, I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago, early in our career, like people were passionate. I fucking love Sublime. I'm not going to use Notepad++ and shit like that. Nowadays, I'm just like, or programmer, was it programmer's notepad? Nowadays, I'm just like, guys, I just, I need to fucking type some text. I don't, I started using Linux and the, the text editor is called Kate. And I'm like, yeah, it's got tabs. This is good enough. I just, I don't care the way I used to, but I don't want to lose touch. So what, what text yeah. editors are you guys running? So <laughs> I, I, I know what Drool's answer is. Oh, it's don't, VS Code. You don't my answer. I mean, yes, it's, it's VS Code. 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> it's VS Code, but, but there is uh, I need to take this one... one tiny handbag of trash to the dumpster. <laughs> Get the fucking 18-wheeler. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big that's the thing it just opens and you can open it from a terminal um <clears throat> anyway yeah vs code i mean it opens everything how can you be mad at it the thing though uh more in line with your question or in the spirit of your question at least uh when i'm taking notes the app that i like right now is obsidian Oh, why, I was going to ask clones, about this. Zach? Why are we clones? This is just a I blade. love Obsidian. You guys do like Obsidian. The fucking okay. mind map, man. <laughs> um, I'm just in there, like, adding tags to shit and linking notes together. I've got my little wiki. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to springboard off that. Yes, I yeah, like... Because, like, the work... I mean, I'm at work eight hours a day, unfortunately. You know, if I have to start typing something, it'll be in VS Code. But, like, everything else, like, personal text editing stuff, like, I... Drink the note-taking Kool-Aid. I'm kind of curious if you've gone down this path, too. I used to use Evernote religiously, and then it just kind of, like, started, like, falling way behind on everything else. Um, I dabbled with, um, there was one called, like, Bear for a little while, just because I'm obsessed mm. with Markdown. I just love Markdown. It's the best <laughs> thing since sliced bread. It is amazing. I love Fucking it. Fucking love Markdown. Um, so, like, I tried Bear a little while. I liked it. I just didn't like being stuck in the the Apple ecosystem by itself. I wanted something a little bit more cross-platform. Um, I tried giving Evernote another shot again, and then I'm like, I just want to write Markdown. Like, let me write Markdown. And then I kind of <laughs> eventually landed on, on Obsidian. Um, it's kind of interesting because, like, there are a lot of parallels to what makes VS Code snazzy is the whole ecosystem around it. And boy, oh boy, do they have an ecosystem that is legit crazy. Um, so, like, I, I follow the guy on Twitter, or like, you know, his, his blog stuff. And, like, his, his big gimmick has been, like, we want your data to live forever. We want you to be able to run your applications and do anything anywhere. And, like, the most long-lived, you know, file format that we think is going to exist is a text file. So, like, everything is all text file based. It is, like, like I said incredibly ridiculous some of the plugins and stuff they do with like markdown and properties and stuff i'm just like i can query my notes to make reports and see things sure why not because that just is ridiculous see this is why i want to talk to you guys because like i i i installed obsidian because there's a flat pack package and i was looking up videos of best note taking stuff um and it looked really great i just i'm i'll get to the terrible things that i do later um so I was really interested in it, but I also looked at like the synchronization cost, which is where they make their money is like $8 per month or something. I'm like, damn, I'm not saying it's I not worth it. I'm just saying it. that's I just steep. Pay it. Just pay it. Just pay it. Because they, like, they, like, they, they have plugins to do it all in GitHub um, or just any any Git flavor you want to do, right? You yeah. can do that manually, but then you got to like, 
you're paying for something eventually. So I'm, I, I'd yeah, I'm not pay... opposed to paying for things, especially if I think it's worth it. I just yeah. I was taken aback by whoo, that is a steep entry for one note taking app. Yeah, I haven't quite jumped into paying for it yet. Like I use the I, I use it on my work machine for work stuff. My favorite thing right now is they I, I joined this team that is literally 50 people and I have to figure out what they all do, what they all know and what they're all working <laughs> on and being able to take notes in a way that I can link them together and then like see a graph of how they're all related. Super nice. It's a killer app for that. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't needed to take notes from one environment to another yet. I haven't quite hit that wall. I can easily see myself hitting that wall. And at that point, yeah, eight bucks isn't going to be uh, an unjustifiable amount of money to spend. But until I hit it, it's hard to just pay for. Yeah. Although in another year, I will have been using it for long enough to really just justify giving them money for the service that they provided. Right. And that's, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Like now that I know you use Obsidian, we probably get into a whole other podcast of no taking styles <laughs> and stuff like that. But like, I, I will say like, Part of the reason why I pay for it is just like I've I've gone back and forth of just like trying to have a work note context and a personal life context and the streams get crossed so much that I just gave up trying to keep them separate and I'm like I've got notes about my children <laughs> in the same notebook that I have notes about you know the stand up that happened today just because I I, I just can't I I can't they're just there all the time I can't stop. Okay, so you guys can can laugh at me. All right. Because uh, my my kind of persistent or durable note system is, and you can make fun of me, but it's Trello. Trello is simple. I got the app on my phone. I got the you know web page, whatever. And so I do take a lot of notes for like my personal life on Trello or my shopping list on Trello or what have you. But then the hardcore stuff I do at work, I'm taking like lots of notes, things that aren't just like little stickies kind of thing. Yeah, I still just use a text file. <laughs> Today.txt on my desktop. That is it. I hit control F and I find the thing I'm looking for. It works. It's not great, uh, okay. but it also does encourage me to put things where they belong so that it doesn't just get buried in the note file. So like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll put this in Confluence. I'll put this in a doc. I'll put this in a place. I'll put this in a comment. I'll put this in a, like a stash in my Git, like whatever. But no, it's a gigantic multi-thousand line text file called today.txt. When was today? I don't know. I started typing that thing like a year and a half ago. <laughs> so yeah, I suck. I should oh, use Obsidian. Fantastic. <sighs> fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I um, I, I I like it because I can get like notifications and shit from it. So you know, setting reminders and things. Um, that part is nice because I I used to be really good about like keeping the running list, like in short term memory and following up on things. And now I am not. <laughs> I have offloaded that shit to the machines. They can handle it for me. Yep. I'm still uh, I'm still good at remembering and context switching, but yeah, there's a certain point where it's like I have how many direct reports and how many projects and how many sub teams. No, this is not all staying in my brain. Well, um, like the context switching isn't the problem. It's I I have gotten used to and really appreciate the ability to write shit down and immediately forget about it <laughs> because as soon as it's relevant later, I'll have it all right in front of me, and then the, the recall stack. is still there. Pop the stack. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm much less stressed out in this mode than I used to be. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, you know, I should have I should have also mentioned the reason that I used I got into Trello at all was because I used to during the start of the pandemic, the first like year and a half of the pandemic, I literally lived on sticky notes. 
like I just had these little sticky notes. I could post a picture. I had a, a wall that was floor to ceiling of sticky notes. And then when I started doing my little bit of traveling, I was like, well, the, the giant wall of sticky notes will not come with me. So that's why I moved on to Trello. <laughs> the wall of sticky notes, like a crazy person. It was pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> I'm really, uh, I'm almost surprised you didn't mention the uh, the push pins and the ball of yarn. Oh, well, that I thought that went without being said. What do you think connects the sticky notes? Well, I don't understand. Exactly. You know, you can't have sticky notes without thumbtacks <laughs> and yarn balls. Uh, all right, moving on. So, again, I, I started this whole thing because I wanted to talk about, uh, really, I wanted to advertise the Proton Suite. Dear listener, are you tired of Google and the other major tech companies taking all of your data? Well, fuck that. Move to Switzerland. That's right. Digitally. Move to Switzerland with the Proton app, sop, software. Sw- I, I don't know. They've got email. They've got calendars. They've got drives. They've got password managers. They've got email aliasing. They even have a VPN. Fuck Nord. Get Switzerland VPN. Anyway, Proton kicks ass and you should all switch to Proton. So, yeah, that's uh, that was the whole reason I want to do this podcast. Are you guys still using like so, Gmail shit? I mean, yeah. I mean, everyone is, but I'm tired. I'm tired of Google. I'm really burnt out on Google. I'm tired of their shitty apps that never change. I'm tired of their deprecated software. I'm tired of their fucking ads. I'm tired of their crap. And so I was like, "Fuck this! I want to do something different. I want to, you know, be in privacy." So I was like, "I went to Proton, and I got to tell you, the Proton Suite is fan fucking tastic. It's pretty much a drop-in replacement uh, for Google, and relatively speaking, it's cheaper. Uh, and I'll, I'll get to talking and praising their." their password manager and email aliases, but like the calendar suite, the email suite, and the drive suite, it's like Google Lite, but I got 200 gigs of storage. It's encrypted. I don't know. I like it. Noise. Really? Or why are you still using Google for everything you do? I mean, I am. Yes and no. Why are you muted, Raul? Why? Oh, oh yeah. I was muted because my dog was barking a lot and I had to put my dog in a room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, in a room. Good. Yeah. Uh, well, well, not upstate. It's, Got it. It's, it's, it's a room with my family who are asleep. So, like, my dog does this thing where he's like, he wanders away, but like, he wants to go to this room, but he can't walk to it without having someone walk with him. He's just. Did, did you? He's, did you? He's adorable. Did you have to put your dog to sleep? Oh, <laughs> oh no! No, where's my boo? Where's my boo? Hold on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's just. I'm he's, so sorry. He's wide awake. He's wide awake. It's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so okay, like I had like five it's different thoughts. Okay, on a farm. First one. Um, again, I'm I'm still addicted to Twitter. I'm trying not to be addicted. But did you see how they they had to come out today and say like, no, we're not killing Gmail? No. Um, what, what really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, from my understanding, there was a couple of stories saying that Google is killing off the vanilla HTML version of Gmail. Um, People misinterpreted that as Google is killing Gmail. Everyone has this fear now of Google basically destroying everything that once they saw Google is killing Gmail, people thought like, that's legit. I guess not enough people use email anymore. Wow. Like, So they had to basically say something. I don't know how, how much that was joking or serious, but yeah, I was kind of surprised that, you know, even if they're in on the joke, the whole Google kills everything thing. Um, so you're going to, you're going to hate this answer. Um, I actually made a Yahoo account. Again. 
like two or three days ago because I'm like, if anyone's going to be around for a while, it's going to be Yahoo. I mean, they've survived so much. I had a Yahoo account when I was in high school. The cockroach forgot, of IT. Everything. Yeah. Hey, AOL so, is still huge in other countries, for the record. Amazing. So, so I made that account and I'm like, I, I'll, I'll just use it. I'm, I'm slowly trying to migrate things there. Just like, I don't want to do the personal email thing. That's just such a pain. What it's do you mean just, personal email thing? Um, I don't want to host my own email server. No, no go get, uh, seriously, look into Proton, dude. So I bought, I bought it in bulk for uh, two years and it averages out to 10 bucks a month, I think, for two years worth. And it comes with, again, the whole suite, multiple email addresses, uh, 200 gigs of storage. And I, again, I'll, I'll rant and rave about some of the features there, but, uh, it's, it's pretty fantastic. And it's got thick apps, mobile apps, web apps, whole nine yards. Uh, it's secure as fuck. It's all about security and encryption. And again, it's hosted in Switzerland. No one can subpoena shit. Um, it's, it's great. If you're like, just, eh, fuck it. I guess I'll use Yahoo. Dude, go, go to use Proton. Well, I think one of the things I was seeing about it was um, you have to jump through a couple of hoops to actually like use a client that isn't the Proton client, if I understand things, or that might have been how it used to be a while ago. I don't know like how they support like um, what is it? Like what if I want to use like, th Thunderbird or something. Yeah, no, I'm pretty certain you could use Thunderbird with Proton. Pretty sure. Yeah, like well, from what I was seeing, like you had to like download some other app or something like that, and I was just like, oh, that's just like that's just too annoying for me to do. Well, if anything, you'd have to figure out how to handle the encryption. But I'm, I'm like so certain, Proton supports Thunderbird. Let's find out. But yeah, how like to I was... set up Mozilla Thunderbird with Proton Mail Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> o official thing. Seven minute read right there. Yeah, seven seven minutes. I gotta spend seven minutes learning how to set up my email. <laughs> like, just... well, wait, well, why do you want a thick client? It's ten minutes to transfer emails and contacts from why Gmail you... to Proton Mail. <laughs> yeah, it has a native import. It'll just do that for you if you want to give it the keys. Why, uh? Wait, why do you want a thick email client? What the fuck's up with that? I don't know. Just <laughs> I just I get all my email through RSS. I don't know. <laughs> no, because like, like I I like I seriously my email is like well all all my all my uh, buckets are just a mess of things. Like my Gmail probably has like 10k unread messages, and I have no idea what half of those things are. Yeah, like... start start clean. Go to go to Proton and start clean. So that's okay. what I did with Yahoo. But I'm fine with that. So, uh, again, Proton has uh, calendar, drive, email. It's, uh, it's great. Uh, you can have multiple email addresses just with your one account, or you can make a family plan and get a fuck ton of them. Um, but then the thing that it, it also, when you get Proton Ultimate, just get all the apps, it also comes with uh, their VPN, which if you need a VPN is nice, and I'll ask you guys if you ever use VPNs. I don't. Um, but then the other thing is that the password manager is actually a really good password manager, really good cleaner integration than than one pass in my opinion um but it also that comes with built-in email aliasing straight out so literally it's just like oh i'm creating an account on a page and like cool just doop create me an a, a alias automatically create me a password automatically fill it in automatically and boom uh and then whenever you reply to an email alias out of your email it automatically rep replies from the alias so it's it's fucking sweet now you'll know you know which pizza company sold your fucking uh email address to i don't know manscaped today's podcast is brought to you by manscaped is that oh. because you shaved did you did you use any manscaped progress you know products to actually do your shaving adventure well really i'm so glad you asked After these messages, we'll be right back. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Bic, Bic 10 cents shaving razor, disposable razor. No, actually, I didn't actually shave uh, my down to the scalp. This is just a half clipper. So it's a little fuzzy. Um, yeah, it, I, I feel like if I was going to actually shave all the way down, I need to get an electric razor that I could just like use in the shower every day. It seems like so much fucking work. I also, I haven't decided if I'm going to keep this. I actually do kind of like it. Like, I look very different, but I, I do kind of like it. But I haven't decided. I might grow my hair back for a bit. I don't know. It's one of the nice things about the shorter hair. <laughs> if I want it, it'll be back in six weeks. <laughs> anyway. Noise. Yeah, so uh, seriously, I, I really like Proton. I know everyone just uses Gmail for obvious reasons, but um, I've become, become real smitten with the Proton environment. Big fan. So there you go. Do you guys use, uh, on that note, uh, let's springboard. Do you guys use any password managers, or is it all in your head? Yeah. Wow. Three software engineers, and I'm the only one that uses no, a password no, manager no, no, and only just started letting, doing that? I'm letting Zach answer first. No, I used to be Team LastPass, and then they had their massive yeah. epic failure, and I was just like, F this. The one thing you were supposed to do, <laughs> you had one you didn't job. do. You failed me. You yeah. failed me, LastPass. And after that, I was like, gotta get out of here. And it was a major pain, but also, like, they handled that whole fiasco just tragically, which is really bad, because it's just like... Just say, just say, like, say that there was a random, what is it, like, Okta infiltration account, just something happened, yada, yada, yada. It was probably people letting passwords go or something. Just just be upfront and transparent about it. But it was just so quiet. I think, like, the breaches came out, like, over a three-month window of just trickling of, like, it's bad. Oh, no, wait, it's worse. Oh, no, wait, it's real bad. I was just like, oh, <laughs> it's y'all. It's real just, worse. <laughs> it's fake bad. Yeah. No, I got... God damn it, Ruli. Why are we the same person? <laughs> I, I know. I know, Zach. Stop it. <laughs> I was paying for LastPass. Uh, and, yeah, exactly the same thing happened. What I found is that I don't need passwords very often, it turns out. Most of the time, I can log in with something else. Either Gmail or, God forbid, the only reason that I keep a Facebook account around is so occasionally I can log in with it. I finally deleted but, mine! Uh, it's gone, bitches! Heard... Yay! Hey. Yay! Do you have a soundboard thing for cheering? Oh, yeah, I do. Hold on. <laughs> Woo! Thank you! Woo! Thank you! Goddamn right. Nicely done. Um, but the, uh, the thing that I use most is uh, almost everything uh, will go through an authenticator on my phone. So the yep. MFA, almost everything that I care about uses MFA, and I can just log in through that. And what, what app are you using for that? Are you keeping keys in there, or what's the deal? It's authenticator. It's the Microsoft one. Okay. Yeah, the, the Google one, by the way, doesn't have, which I think they also just call authenticator, the Google one doesn't have any way to lock it. So if you get access to someone's phone, you can always <laughs> open it. And that includes the export capability. Like, whoa, whoa, motherfuckers. What is what is wrong with you? Well, I mean, yeah. look, I got into your house, so clearly the safe should be unlocked. That's why they don't call it a safe. Oh, wait. <laughs> like, now, I've, yep. I, I've been liking one pass, and I was kind of annoyed by the, um, you have this, like, 20-digit GUID that you need to enter when you first set up an account, and that basically is, like, the magical hash that lives on your machine. But, yep. like, that's cool because I'm like, oh, okay, like, this isn't going to, like, even if they were to like have my information, they still need that magical secret number that I probably lost. It's probably hopefully somewhere <laughs> over there. Um, 
but yeah, no, I just think that's it. that's cool. And and then like um, I, I've heard a lot of people come or go back and forth of like your two factor authentication should probably not be in the same app as your password management. But I'm like, I don't need that much security. So I, I just love the the what's it called like, the, the two factor thing being within that that the what's it called ecosystem. Yeah, and and Proton Pass has the two factor auth built into it as well. So you just put your uh, two factor keys in there, and it's great. I basically for like hey let's air how to hack us on air um like for all the sites i don't give a shit about like yeah the name the password and the two-factor author all in the password thing because whatever you got my etsy account good for you bro um but then like the actual major stuff google proton itself i don't put those in there that's you need to know the giant long ass password in my head um and i do have a nice long ass password in my head for each what, of those what is distinct. It? What is it, Tom? Can you tell us? Oh, uh, well, I got it from, it's, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, space-balls-12345-scroob69. Oh, that's with a capital letter for each of the first words. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just used the first couple paragraphs of Moby Dick in Swedish. <laughs> Call me, oh, wrong language. Ich bin ein Ishmael. <laughs> or dutch yeah but so yeah been... really as far as like the security thing goes yeah i i don't put the important the important shit in there so like all the email addresses where you would actually like get reset codes and shit yeah they ain't going in there my my important stuff's in there i i only can have certain <laughs> levels of security yeah i mean i do my my new laptop i actually did encrypt the laptop i just kind of figure like look if you get access to my fucking hardware and it's unlocked and you beat the encryption on the disc and you can open my password manager and you know the encryption key to get in the password manager you know what dude i'm fucked if you pulled all of that <laughs> off i have got i've got to be fucked or i went to whatever hacker con defcon in vegas don't go to defcon in vegas <laughs> so yeah there will be a tangent about that here in a second. But yeah, no. My my favorite thing uh, lately has been like re-logging into all of my media accounts. So, you know, Netflix and Paramount Plus and Disney and all that good stuff. Um, and since I have all of those accounts already, you know, authenticated on my phone using biometrics, the way that you log in to those things on a new device, a TV for instance, yeah. uh, they throw up a QR code, right? And they say, hey, log in on your whatever yeah. other device you're already logged in on and then link it. It takes two seconds and the the login mechanism is the biometric like key store on my phone. So that part is just solid. The actual account passwords are completely meaningless garbage. And if I ever lose... <laughs> If I ever lose that account, I just reset it because it goes to my email or it sends me a thing to my, my 2FA and says, hey, is this you trying to reset your password? I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> it's so fucking easy now. I hardly ever use passwords. I wonder if there's just Pass like phrases. some mm, like yes. malicious way to be like, oh, you have such a beautiful face. It would be sure horrible <laughs> if we mess that up and you can't log into your accounts ever again. <laughs> Oh my god, that's beautiful. Well, that's awful. That's awful. But my, uh, you were talking about DefCon. Um, so I saw an article recently. Yeah, I gotta go find it now because you guys get a kick out of it. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. I know where I put it. It is in. I have music that might be appropriate for yeah, this. Yeah, here it is. I'm just gonna <laughs> drop you the headline. 
but uh, your fingerprints can be recreated from the sounds made when you swipe on a touchscreen. Chinese and U.S. researchers show new side channel can reproduce fingerprints to enable attacks. What the fuck are you talking about? It's it's a. It's a is it's is a that thing. an open AI hallucination generated gotta be. article? Because that's, just <laughs> that's not how sound <laughs> waves work. I've I've heard I've heard the one that that I mean I'll put it in possible. It was just like you can listen to like your keyboard clickety clackety, and you can kind of like Doppler effecty figure out what you you know typed in. Um, well, if you, I mean, if you machine learning the, the sounds of your particular keyboard, I could believe that. But a swipe giving off enough specific sound waves to recreate a fingerprint? No, no, I do not believe that. So here, I'll link you to the article. You can decide for yourself. But yes, that was the headline, and it's been going around for the last couple of days, so... You know, it would have been great if this was a fishing article. That would have been fucking awesome. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You don't actually need the sound waves because you can use lasers to pick up sound. So I imagine that the side channel that they're talking about is just like watching you swipe around while they have a laser pointed at your screen to actually get the vibrations. I just don't... That's insane. If this is real, that's insane. I don't believe it. But yes. So privacy is a myth. Um, <laughs> Not in Switzerland. God damn it. <laughs> you might as well sell your privacy for convenience. Join us. Oh. Join us. Mm, capitalism. Mm. Okay, maybe dose. Moving on. Uh, against the microphone, Tom, please. <laughs> do you guys actually use uh, VPNs at all? I mean, sometimes. Only when I'm traveling. I got a work VPN. Yeah, and I got a travel Well, VPN. I used a work VPN back when I had one, sure. But I mean, like, you know, the personal get Nord or get other bullshit. I, uh, I've i never really had one. never really felt the need for it. Uh, again, it came with the Proton suite, and so I actually was mucking around a little bit. I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, I think the most obvious use case for it is to get around DRM, and I just, that's not really an issue for me very often, so, eh. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Then my I, friend's Plex server died. Now suddenly I want to... Sorry. You know. <laughs> yeah, now I, I use Nord um, because it does what I need it to do and it's cheap. And they gave me a lifetime one-time fee thing. I was like, yeah, okay, sure. I use Tunnel Bear just because I like the name. <laughs> I remember Tunnel Bear. They're so fun. Um, I was using somebody else before Nord and I can't remember... Who it was now might have been tunnel bear yeah but yeah i mean i don't have a ton of use for it like yeah like Rose said i'll use it when i'm traveling um or when i'm trying to do nefarious things i like <laughs> it because it's almost as fast as my regular non-vpn connection and <laughs> has only a tiny bit more latency so, i did not do yeah. any performance testing on on mine but yeah yeah, just run a speed test. Yeah, sure. Because the, the biggest difference is going to be your latency because it's going to get bounced to a, a nearby server rather than just going straight to the backbone of whatever your yeah. ISP is. So if they're in the same city, it's probably not going to be any different. Oh, Mine's you know, I had a, I had a few a th miles away, but... Yeah, I had a thought, actually. How does the VPN play with a pie hole? Because, like, the pie hole is caching all the DNS lookups locally. So, like, would you then go through the VPN and be like, oh, I better jump back over to America, like... I actually wasn't sure if like DNS load balancing is bypassed by a pie hole cache. Uh it shouldn't matter. Like if you're if you're 
bouncing your connection around between countries again like it might need a new cache but everything's sort of in the same bucket so your cache might be bigger if you're bouncing but, around yeah but, but the, the pie hole different the pie hole isn't on the vpn the machine is but when the machine goes to resolve a dns entry oh well no i guess it's going to act as a network it's not going to use the local cache it's going to actually go out on the new network device so it would just completely bypass yep. the pie hole okay never mind see look at that i'm glad we had this conversation thanks guys yeah. all right gentlemen let's uh we've, we've been talking about software for quite a long time i actually have a huge other list of shit but let's just end uh this session on the most controversial the battleground of security and privacy the future of the human race as controlled by the browser Which, which browser? Which browser do you use, guys? There's different browsers now. God, I thought it fucking was, damn it! It's all, it's all Chromium. It's all Chromium all the time. Which, which flavor though? Uh, are you on? Are you on Canary? Or is it Brave? Is I think Brave is the only Brave. one. Brave, Brave's a good one. Yeah. Well, and you said Chromium at least, not Chrome. Are you actually using Chromium or Chrome? I'm using Chrome. Why would I? Why would I? God they already got it. my data. So you're using Chrome. I like, I like you're using my the history. Blink Engine. You got all them Google webhooks up in there. It doesn't allow you to automatically clear your fucking history. It's fingerprinting the ever-living shit out of you. Yes, but my ads are so personalized. <laughs> they are dialed in on exactly what I want to need. <laughs> uh, yes, Brave is one of the most popular uh, forks. Are you You're both just me. on Chrome? Seriously? God damn well, it. I hate you both. So... I use Chrome for work because I'm on a Mac. I actually also um, do the same thing. I use Chrome at, Chrome at, uh, for work for a Mac because it's logged in with my you know SSO for all the work crap. Like, it, cool, they're tracking yeah. what I do for work. No shit, I'm fine with this. And like, it it bugs me that uh, it, so in in my IT culture, there's this, or at least there used to be this big uh, sweeping effort to get most people to use Firefox. Um, and it's just completely fallen apart in the last couple of years. They just gave up. They're just like, fucking fine, just use Chrome. Everybody was doing it anyway. We tried. And the whole reason that it fell apart was because even though Firefox is objectively better in a lot of the ways and most of the ones that matter, they just have so many steps to get shit done. Like setting up the. Um... Uh oh, I think I lagged out. Oh, good. Okay. God damn it! I'm gonna have to edit this, aren't I? <laughs> I thought I did for a second because <sighs> I couldn't see her whole move either. Oh no! I just froze. I I mean, like I just stopped moving. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. No, you were very still. <laughs> Statuesque even. Um. Anyway, yeah. The sets the steps to set stuff up in Firefox for work was just so back asswards. And yeah, you could do it, and yeah, once you got it working, it was great, but man, getting there was just a slog uphill. I missed that uh, whole rant because I disconnected. God damn it. Oh, good. Okay, anyway. I've got another one. I've got another one. Like, what what was really throwing me off was, like, I, I installed Firefox recently just to see, you know, where it's at, and, like, its pocket integration is just weird because I'm like... Pocket was a paid service for something, but now it's part of the browser. Like, what is? But it's part of Mozilla now. Like, I, 
I don't even know what's going on with that. And that in itself just seemed like really, really weird. I'm like, what's what's going on? This what is why I don't use any of their you? services. I just use their browser. <laughs> yeah. So there's um, <laughs> the other funny news in that space. I keep seeing ads for, uh, shit, what's the name of the browser that starts with the O? It was the Overstock browser, the big O. Opera? Opera. Oh, that, that has gone to shit. That has gone to hell in a handbasket. You, you, you yeah. using that on your, your 3DS there? No, I'm not <laughs> using it at all. But they've been advertising like crazy lately. So I don't know if they had a refresh or what. But yeah, that's a thing. Eventually, I'm going to look at it again. Because I used to really like Opera when it was new. And it was, you know, the first browser with tabs. That was sick. Yeah, I've heard um, nothing but terrible things about Opera. I don't, I haven't looked into it that much. But like, supposedly, they are a privacy nightmare no no better than google at this point with worse support worst uh worse response time and worse everything my bar is in hell and i'll tell you why <laughs> uh-huh. i i told you that i use chrome for work yeah. you know what i use at home you're using edge? I use on, you're using, using edge? edge i'm using edge what and loving it fuck love edge god another blink engine why why do you use it's edge so nice it's faster than chrome well, that's not hard these days. It's not. It's not hard these days. It's faster than Chrome and otherwise basically the same. That's what I like about it. it uses the same fucking rendering engine. It's the same but thing. I, but the, it's the same I, thing, but slimmer. The, <laughs> it's the, the, the fact that it's the same browser all the places is, is one thing. But like, r- real talk, like, I feel like the web has definitely like peaked with like MySpace kids making random CSS junk anymore. It's just like every website seems pretty much the same other than running VS code. I can't think of like any type of like web browser experience that would, I would say would like is pushing the browser other, other than the typical Chrome doesn't know how to use Ram thing, but like <laughs> websites are just so ubiquitous blah these days. Yeah. It just, it's, Ooh, it's going to, you know, yeah, no, the whole, I, I need something really powerful to render an Instagram feed. Oh wait, no, it's a Facebook feed. Yeah, oh, no, wait, the, no, the whole thing it's, is it's homogenized, but I, I don't think it's yeah. a bad thing. It's like saying, oh, newspapers read the same and have page numbers and articles and columns and shit. Like, yeah, no shit. Cause that was the best way to do it. And now we have unified standard stuff like the hamburger menu. If my, if my website doesn't have a character with eyes following me as I move around the screen, is it really a website? Uh, no, no, it's a responsive app, according to Apple. <laughs> I guess it's not legal with Apple anymore. Womp womp. Wow. Um, Just give me, give me, give me a custom-made fla- uh, Flash site or Shockwave site that is not even rendered in HTML. That's a real test of a browser. Now, at this point, the the major difference in browsers is yeah, uh, some performance, some uh, memory consumption. Uh, you know, the stores for their plugins, but at this point, they're, again, they're all pretty much equivalent. Privacy is really the number one difference between browsers in this day and age. Um, Firefox has the uh, the Edge, no pun intended, and their forks uh, like Mulvad are, and Leaperwolf, which is my personal favorite, are pretty good. Um, but yeah, the only secure, air quotes, secure uh, Chromium fork is supposed to be Brave, but I haven't used it. And Brave is not open source. Brave has proprietary uh, shit in it, so... I don't know. Yep. Edge has Copilot. God, they call everything Copilot. Why did they call everything Copilot? They got Copilot. They got my Outlook integration. I mean, it's... They got MS-365. It's good branding because it's the same thing. It's it's better than saying AI. Yeah. 
no comment. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Browsers got fucking Chrome and Edge. Jesus, I'm the crazy guy over here with LibreWolf and Firefox and hardened Firefox and... Uh, I log into Edge with my Gmail account, and it's the exact it's the exact same thing. It synchronizes all my shit <laughs> See, the same way that Chrome does. Thing I like it about... even synchronizes with Chrome. Because it's that's a the psychotic part. Fucking web service. Uh, that's another thing I like I about Firefox, it. and by extension, it's forks <laughs> like LibreWolf. Is they have different profile managers. So Chrome mm. recently put in their little container sandbox thing, which is total bullshit. Mm. Um, like it basically sandboxes non Google shit, but. Google still knows what you are across all those fucking tabs. But with, with Firefox, you literally open up completely separate profiles that are completely separate uh, processes with separate uh, home directories for each of the, the sub-processes. So I love that shit, and I use that like crazy. I have a Google profile, a Proton profile, a browsing profile, all sorts of shit. So, God, I know. I have a tinfoil hat. Shut up. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Let's get to the news. everyone great news everyone bad news everyone uh-oh i don't like the sound of that you are i don't have any news zach what's your news uh we landed on the moon we landed on the food was it something something harpoon we're whalers on the moon, <laughs> on the moon. carry a harpoon a harpoon <laughs> but there something ain't no whales so we tell tall tales sing our merry tune He's good at this I knew game. one of you would remember it. Wait, why? Why? Wait, America went back to the moon? Well, a private company. So, but what's more American, American than that? Company. Hey guys, uh, we, yeah, can't, the... we can't give you health insurance, but we're going to the moon. All right. Yep. This is fine. I guess. Uh, so it's the Odysseus lander. It is from a private company. I'm trying to remember the name. It might just be Odysseus. Uh, anyway, yeah, they, they landed on the moon's south pole, and apparently it is weak signal, but it is without a doubt on the surface of the moon. Um, so, Weak yeah. signal? They don't have enough 5Gs? What, the astronauts didn't have to get vaccinated? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Intuitive Machines. <laughs> First private business to pull off a lunar landing. Did their, did their capsule fall over like the Japanese one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, possibly. Like, it's, they're like, it's there. It was a real, quote, nail-biting landing. So, yeah, it, it's got weak signal. It's definitely there, but they'll know more in the future as it sits and runs diagnostics, I guess. Uh, da -da -da -da. Oh, yeah, the final few hours before touchdown were loaded with extra stress when the lander's laser navigation system failed. So... That's Too busy fun. listening for fingerprints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that. Really, you got any news? Um, no. I don't. I'm, I'm looking for news right now. I didn't know I was going to. Yeah, I, I just haven't added anything to the, the news bucket uh, since well, did, last did week's we talk podcast. Did we talk about Sora the last time? I don't remember. Oh, no. I don't know if we did. So, generative AI video. Oh, I think we briefly touched on it, but not in any subsequent, not to say, uh, any subsequent substantial way or meaningful way. Anything interesting? I mean, they've got a way to generate AI video now. People, people, people are really afraid of it, but also I'm like, people have been crazy, easy to believe, even before video. Like, it just, it's... We're so fucked. Tell me something new. Tell me something new. Well, every Instagram influencer is now out of work i i'm sorry <laughs> you can't compete with that 
Well, no, but I, but I do kind of wonder if, like, at least from, like, a, a branding-type mentality thing, if, like, the whole concept of authenticity is going to have more value. You know, you have, you know, the bespoke of, like, I, I don't use AI. I'm, I'm legit. I go out there and my pictures are blurry and horrible because I that's the <laughs> way I roll. Um, uh, well, it's got character. It's shitty with <laughs> style. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll use this as a segue. I'll try to uh, dethrone Zach from the z- this little, z- little, what did you say, Tom? I don't even know what it was anymore. Gen Z-lineal. Z- Z-lineal, y'all, okay. Um, yeah, apparently this this trend now is like um, using old digital cameras, and I say old, I guess it is old now, <laughs> I'm going to get rid of old, from the year 2000, like digital cameras from the year 20,000, or 2000 to 2010. The future, folks are, the distant future. are buying them and selling on them on eBay and having massive markups because folks are just, you know, trying to do that. And I guess it's, and they've been saying it's like almost the equivalent of like analog film because you're going to take a picture and you don't know what you're going to get because you can't control it as much as cameras these days. And um, kind of going back to like Gen Z folks of like, the way those images looks and those styles with those sensors before it kind of migrated to the next generation have this like look and feel and you know they're they're used to seeing their 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 pictures of them growing up you know before they were online twenty four seven so yeah digicams that's a thing today I learned that's my news that's my news you know actually uh, on that note I think that um, iPods like are actually making a comeback on the used market because yeah the kids think it's cool to not have to be able to be offline and to take your music with you and not to pay the subscription fee and i'm like oh dear god <laughs> I, I lack the words to express how fucking hilarious this is to me <laughs> this has all happened before and it will all happen again you mean i should have kept my shuffle because i could have probably sold it for twice the value i've got a stack of fucking ipods back there maybe i have a retirement fund i was unaware of i really wish that i had gotten into zune I still think of that uh, that penny arcade. I can taste your zune. <laughs> My dad had a fucking zune, man. Jesus Christ. Oh fuck. Okay, well I got a headline. I got a headline. So um, Nintendo had a direct uh, yesterday morning. They announced a bunch of stuff, but one of the things that then got announced for what? other platforms as well is Star Wars Battlefront Classic Edition is coming to multiple consoles, including PC. So if you disliked. Uh, the modern Battlefront, which I think we've talked about on the podcast before, the classic OG all content Battlefront is coming back with multiplayer and shit, boys. We could uh, we could fucking kill some Gungans. I'm just saying. They deserve it. Is this Penny Arcade Kamek going to have to be? <laughs> yep, Gungans it's going to have to be our oh. Epic Mini Mickey rebrushed. Yep. A new Super Monkey Ball. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I didn't really care about much of anything uh, at that direct. In Japan, they're releasing Mother 3, the Game Boy Advance game, for the virtual console. But, of course, that's never come to the United States and never will. But, yeah, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't have a ton to, to say. I saw something about that. Apparently, the uh, the guy that created Mother 3 has been politely asking people to talk to Nintendo instead of harassing him about localization for <laughs> English. Yeah, that poor guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I just I just skimmed the Nintendo Direct. There's probably a reason why I didn't hear oh. about anything about it, because nothing happened. Yeah, basically. A <laughs> bunch of rare me. games are coming to the digital online service that are... Last Corps, yeah. interesting. Oh. What were you going to say, Zach? Um, there is... Oh, man, what was it called? Uh, da, 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 Tech Stars. 
Techstars Startup Accelerator is shutting down its operations in Seattle, Boulder, uh, Seattle and Boulder to concentrate on other core markets. What is this? Uh, it's one of those um, <clears throat> those VC accelerator groups. So, yeah, there will be less startup activity in Seattle and Boulder. Guys, I guess. I've yeah, I've fucking seen all the layoffs. I'm not shocked. <laughs> like, well, it's more like I, I don't know. It was a it was a weirdly controversial topic in the Seattle subreddit. I don't understand why, because nobody likes startups here. Um, and the people that do are just like, yeah, there's not a startup scene in Seattle, and everybody else is just like, good. <laughs> Jesus, it's toxic as fuck. Um, like, oh, these everybody just wants to come work at Big Legacy. Yeah, oh man, what a big surprise. People like money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, the thing that I learned from this headline was that uh, the um, VC spending like across the board for startups in the Seattle area market is something like 785 uh, million. And the same activity in a place like Silicon Valley is north of 20 billion. And New York is like 18 billion or something. So they're like, yeah, we want to we want to shut this down and focus on core markets like New York, Los Angeles, Boston, San Francisco. There's a startup scene like, in Boston. Okay, Fuck it, I'm moving. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. Um. So yeah, it's like, of course, of course, that makes sense. There's way more, uh, Delulu investment going on in fucking San Francisco. Uh, yeah. So. Less startup activity in Seattle. Womp womp. All right, gentlemen, let's do a trailer. And oh, get wait, the fuck... wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. Uh, I'm sorry. You, you asked for news, and I'm it's remembering. True. Uh, it's true. I did. Um, the uh, AT&T outage this morning, were, were any of y'all impacted? No. What happened? Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't just AT&T. It hit Verizon and T-Mobile as well, because apparently it was a problem with the uh, Cisco backbone. One of the, one of the, one of the C's. Pretty sure it was Cisco. Okay. How yeah, bad was it? not me at all because almost everything I do is over Wi-Fi and I don't leave my house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, <laughs> take that. There, there was data. a lot of joking <laughs> suspicion if it was like a cyber attack type thing or something. Um, I mean, even if it was, no one would probably admit to it. So, but yeah, no, oh, like, uh, I, I know. Uh, I know Claudia's phone wasn't working this morning. Um, oh. So. That was interesting. Surprise, surprise. It is It is nice yeah. to remember how close our whole civilization is just going offline and we are all fucked with our on-demand economy. <laughs> well, or it's incredible that four nines is just kind of the standard. It's equally impressive. Uh, are we done with the depressing news? Can I play the trailers now? Yes, yeah. you can play the trailer. Oh, thank you. Coming soon to a cinema near you. In a land that... No, in a land... In a time... I don't think so. In a land before time. Yep, yep, yep! All right, gentlemen, I got one trailer to take us out on. Can you imagine what it is? Can you guess what it could be? And guess uh, what, really? I clicked share sound this is time. It, is it Dune? That oh, movie, that I movie is out about this. Then, Zach, tell your listener what we're about to watch. Borderlands dash official trailer dash in cinemas August nine. Not Lionsgate nine, just nine. UK. Yep, sixty three upvotes. 
Wait, did they bring the down? Oh, yeah, they already had it. They just stopped showing the number, huh? Oh, maybe this is the UK cut. Maybe I have the wrong... Whatever, we're watching the UK cut, apparently. Yay. Ruli, are you excited? Uh, all, all I know is Jack, Jack Black's a robot. All I know is Kate Blanchett's yeah. a redhead. I'm in, baby. I'm fucking in. I'm all, <laughs> all about it. Right? All right, I have she not watched this, so let's watch it together. Has anyone watched this? No. Let's watch it together in three, two, one, play. Oh, a little loud. Oh God, I hate this planet. Is this trying to be um, Guardians of the Galaxy with guns? Probably. That doesn't sound, that doesn't like, Jack sound like Jack Black. Why would you hire Jack Black to yeah. not have it sound like Jack Black? I'm already disappointed. That there's this massive treasure hidden in some secret vault. Whose voice is that? For it, you'd better take any help you can get. It's Kate Blanchett. Uh, is that her voice? Yeah. That's what she sounds like. Most dangerous dumpster fire of a world in the universe. That's a weird voice. I hate this planet. Maybe that's the gimmick this... that everyone doesn't sound like themselves. <laughs> Piss wash gully. Ew! Put the window up. I don't want to. Piss wash gully. <laughs> <laughs> It's Pete. Why you <laughs> Oh fuck, that's Kevin Hart. It's in my mouth. At least Kevin Hart's it's funny. It's in my mouth. Do you know how many people have died looking for this vault? We have something they don't, baby girl. Okay. What? Robot. Major issues. Major issues. I don't know, guys. This has uh. Time to make it rain with your oh. Yeah, this no, has very I want to be James Gunn vibes. I said no explosions. What'd you say? Sorry. Was the the voiceover early Kate Blanchett or Jamie Lee Curtis? I don't know. I hope it was Jamie Lee because that's a weird voice. I think it, I think it was. Ooh, mine's bigger. This looks. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this, guys. Ooh, Tiny Tina's in it. I love it. I love everything about it. I hope they don't take it seriously, and I hope that <laughs> it is as funny as it looks. But is it funny? Looks like it's it trying really hard to be funny. Piss watch gulch. What was that? What was that? Spelling the excess lead. I can't go if you're looking at me. Actually, scrap that. I can. I really can. Actually, it's helping. Are we really waiting for this to finish? Keep looking at me. It's helping. <laughs> <laughs> but why Jack? Why would you get Jack Black to do a voice that's not? I man, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand movies. Don't he has range, man. Because <laughs> they couldn't get Chris Pratt. <laughs> God damn it. All right. That looks fine. Zach, pick a uh, pick a song for us to go out on while I while I do our shtick here. Dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any and all views expressed on the podcast representative solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends, family, co-hosts, or co-workers, and certainly not their employers, past, present, or future. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for respecting our individuality. Gentlemen, will we be back next week? I hope so. Probably. I, I'll be here. You'll be here. I'll be here. All right. Theoretically, we'll be back. All right. Zach, what do we got? Uh, hang on. 
We're I'm hanging. It. God, come on. I mean, if it's Jesus. not tribute by Tenacious D, you probably picked yeah, the wrong song. Yeah, actually, that's a good one. God. Let's do tribute. Who's good at this game? That's better than whatever bullshit I was going to do. I don't have music. It's a good it's a good one to go out on right there. I like it. All right, gentlemen. Thanks again. Uh, you know, I, I love just talking about stupid mundane shit like this. I'm really glad you both use Obsidian. You're really encouraging me to use Obsidian. I'm going to have better note hygiene. Thanks to you guys. You're being a good influence. What's that feel like? Horrible, because I'm, I'm setting you down a dangerous spiral of note-taking. And success. <laughs> oh, there is no success. There is only pain and misery and lots of markdown. But that's connected by a nice little graph. It'll be great. So great. It's fun. <laughs> All right, Jens, fun. thanks Queer again. your notes. <laughs> well, until next time, dear listener, QQQ your notes, right? Ta tag your notes with QQQ. Something. That's all I got. Play the best song in the world, or I'll eat your soul. I just got bored. Everybody out.